All right. Happy Sunday to you all. Here we are back with the Sunday morning with the Elohim. We'll be, we'll be gathering here for two hours, as usual, on this Sunday. Today it is September the 17th, 2023. Thank you all for being here. And if you're new to this, please check it out. See if things resonate with you. We have the, I see it as a big benefit to be able to hear communication from what they say are higher sources speaking to several of the people in our group and, uh, you know, check it out. That's what I recommend. And listen in and if you, you know, feel attracted, keep calling and speak up if you have any questions. Thank you again all for being here. As usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call, and when you hear the things, there's more people joining in. I welcome those that came in the last few minutes. If you want to, feel free to say a name and location. Joan, Dawn Spring. Hello, Joan. Welcome. Hey. Hi, Hi, everybody. Good morning, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, 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 everyone. Hi, CJ. Hi, hi. <laughs> Happy hi, Sunday. Happy hi, Sunday. Hi, I'm back home. Hi. Oh, Kenny. hi, Ken. <laughs> That's wonderful. I made it. Well done. <laughs> I had to stay up all night. I had to stay up all night in a, on a, on a, because I need to the morning. Fuck, oh, I eat in the morning. It is what it is. On those soft chairs. It was okay. Interesting experience. Okay. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you made it back safely. Oh, it's good. Welcome to the call. Please say your name and location. Good morning. Willow and Ashland. Oh, two of us. Hi, Roger. Good morning. Hi, hi, hi. And Willow, welcome. Good morning. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Hi, Hi, Giggles. (laughs) Hi, Roger. (laughs) (laughs) There she goes. (laughs) She got her nickname. What should we call him? Clearing throat? Yes. <laughs> that's, an, that's an Indian name. Oh, I bet it is. <laughs> well, I'm part Cherokee. What what tribe are you? Uh, Limey. Limey? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that? <laughs> uh, oh, I thought maybe that was just the green aspect of lemony. Uh, no, I hadn't heard that one. One person got it. <laughs> I, I thought I thought it was a group of wine drinkers. <laughs> <Lime-y>. <laughs> 
Well, they were. The nickname, the nickname Naomi refers to British sailors who learned uh, about vitamin C by... Uh, Happy Sunday. Welcome. Please your name and location. Austin, greetings from Sedona. Hi, Raiden. You're welcome, Raiden. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Thank you. Sorry to interrupt, uh, Roger. Again. What's that? Welcome. Yeah. Please say name and location. Hi, Janine from Salt Lake City. Welcome, Janine. Happy day to you. Thank Thank you. you. Hi, Janine. Hello. How are you feeling, Janine? Um, right in the middle of getting rid of a curse. Welcome to the next caller. Please say name and location. Yeah, hi, it's Lauren from Ports, Washington. Good morning, Lauren. Welcome. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Hi. Thank you for... Sailors in the British Navy, we've got a lot of, of scurvy, which is yeah. a vitamin C deficiency, and they found out they could uh, get rid of it by consuming uh, a lot of... Scurvy. Oh, wow. Lime. So, oh, that's awesome. They, they, yeah, yeah. So they got the nickname Limey's. <laughs> yeah, this is John uh, from Las Vegas. Hi, Good morning, John. John. Hi, John. Welcome. Hi, John. Hi, well, Lauren. Hi, everyone. Lauren, this is Willow. I'm the one that was having the asthmatic problem, and thank you right. for the energy you sent. It really helped. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm still working on uh, 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 a person. Uh, this mixed news. I, I haven't. I haven't gotten uh, that uh, that remedy. Uh, you know the pills. Uh, uh, Do you have enough light? What they are and stuff. Yes, as yet. Do you have enough light? Oh, yes. Oh, Thank you. Now I'm going to leave a anyway. song. It's called "Ding Dong the Witch is Dead" uh, from the uh, Wizard of Oz. Are we ready? Ding dong, the witch is dead, the wicked witch. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. Uh, for those of you that don't know, my mother-in-law died a week ago. Oh. Let me first welcome oh, the next caller. Awful. Happy Sunday. Please say oh. name and location. <laughs> but only if you want she to. Accidentally, she well, accidentally fell down the stairs. The, uh, the only thing they found on the autopsy was the pair of handprints on her back. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to Good morning, Lynn. Lewis, are you there? Who are you saying? Can you correct your mic a little bit, Wynn? Corrected a whole lot, Wynn. There we go. Oh, that's better. Uh, yeah, better. Min. Yeah. Happy Sunday. Yeah, happy Sunday, Win. Happy Sunday Welcome. to you. Thank you. Happy Jew Jewish New Year. <laughs> Jewish. Let's Is not really? have any more negative talk about the mother-in-law who just died. That that just really isn't pleasant. I'm not going to stick around for that. 
At least it's not my fault. No, it, it, was, <laughs> it happened before you came on. It's just, you know, Willow, uh, I appreciate the request, and I second it. Thank you. What's to celebrate is she's in a better place. Yeah, without people who hate her that much. <laughs> and that hate, you know, that hate is... Fantastic. Nice beat. Did, did, did you just hear music? Yeah, it was brilliant. Yep, yep. He played it. it something like that. <laughs> it was intrusive. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I muted it. Oh, I was really enjoying that. It is a good music, yeah. But the, for everything is the right place. Yes. <laughs> did you put that music on, Heist? No, I did not. It came through a phone line. Hmm. Was it but he muted it so that we could talk. Correctamente. Music right. worm. <laughs> There's Gable. Did you check out the hey, post on Telegram? Is it Tell positive, post. John? Or or if not, can you can it, can you make it something positive? Um, With the positive well, yeah, we, we can enter. We, well, we can intervene our group, and that's just what I was going to say. Just. Right. Look at the post on Telegram I posted. John, John, I, I want you to know something. Why? When you <laughs> when you say we can intervene our group, and if there's someone new on the line, you're going to sound crazy, and you're going to discredit our entire group. Okay? So please don't <laughs> say that. No, don't laugh. Okay. It's serious, man. You can say right. oftentimes shifts happen. As a result of things we put in the field of energy or the light. But don't say we can do it, okay? I would never say that, and I don't believe it. Sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. There's a lot of um, variables as to whether they're going to do an intervention, okay? Uh, okay. And 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 also, but but in my my point of view, in general, over time, that I I also dislike um, uh, giving yourself any credit for 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 things that you know, in, in our opinion, have resulted very well, likely well, possible to our intentions. It's not us. It's uh, our sources who are really the ones who are changing the. Um, See, John, to quote to quote you to quote you, you said we can do it. Well, yeah, we meaning our 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 uh, sources, and uh, with our requests, we ask and they do well, the work. You know, I, I I take it I take it as how someone new is going to interpret it. We don't we haven't even talked about sources yet, and. Okay. Um, <laughs> You've got to be. I thought very... I thought that was when I thought that was a positive statement. We can do that, and that's an energetic 
thing that we can do, and it's a positive thing. I don't know why you're coming down on him like this. <laughs> well, you know what? Even if we say something, it's true. But doing something in a in a public forum, hello to everybody on BBS. <laughs> and I will tell you, when, so, when somebody new is checking something out, they they discredit it in a moment. And Not necessarily. Very, they might see that as a positive, energetic group to join with. Yeah, well, I... Saying you know we what? can do it is not a negative thing. Yeah, we can do it. That, that's a positive <laughs> Yeah, that's a good thing to be saying. Sounds a lot like Obama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Well. <laughs> you know, he's, he's not even around anymore. Hey, let's 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 keep it at this. Let's Drop consider. The <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's consider what to say before we say it, and we want to have you know uh, positivity in our voice, but it is important with kind of words we use. And um, if it's up to me. Feel free to speak up right now real quick, but I'd like to start with our show. Thank you. Thank you. That was a re really positive uh, interview with uh, Cliff Hive and uh, Dick. Uh, oh, you watched it? Should... Yeah, I watched it. I, I was, great, very I great. Great. Hey, we're starting. Raiden, starting. We're starting, okay? Yes. I, 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 Still, I want to react to this. I think it's good that we all can look at it and we can all make up our own opinion. Yeah? We're live, on the, we're live on the radio now, and you guys are sounding like a bunch of people in a cellar. And you're sounding like a big boss. <laughs> he is. Well, I am. He's the cosmic mid-boss, remember? Well, it's, it's his program. All right, hey, be, 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 you're going to, for now, cut off the open mic. Jackie is here, right, Jackie? No, she's not. Okay, so win in your hands, and today it is September 17. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. The recording has started. Okay, this is September 17, 2023. If you're new or if you're listening on BBS radio, you can think the show is starting now. And all that other stuff is just the way people say hello to each other on this call. And they've gotten familiar with each other. They know each other. They hear their names. They come in. And what makes people uh, say some of the things they do is because... They have witnessed a lot of miraculous phenomena around the work we do. And yes, they get excited. But when you talk about it to new people, it sounds crazy. I mean, I could sound crazy. Lynn, may, I, may I insert something here? You know, the way I, I see it, because we have become all brothers and sisters just now imagine that you have, you know, a huge room filled with all those people that are here on the call, 
and talking to each other, crisscross like brothers and sisters, and yeah, you want to make each other better, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of like how I experience what we have before we officially start the call. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, regardless, we're officially starting now. And yes, there are some very unique things about this work we do and the call we do, and that we have made connection, or they have made connection. They chose to make connection with me 20 years ago when a new girlfriend would say, those guys want to talk to you again. And suddenly I'm communicating with a source that says they're the Council of Elohim which happens to be one of the words for God in the Old Testament and the word the Mormons use for God. Now, did I believe them? No. Did I believe they were who they said they were? No. But I didn't disbelieve them either. I said, I'm open. I said, if this is true, it's going to prove itself to me. And over the next couple of years, they only told me to ask them questions. So I asked them question after question. And I was getting very wise answers. They were explaining to me that they were not God in the way we think of God. But they have the ability to um, manipulate reality. They have the ability to send frequencies into this realm that can change outcomes of of events. Now, I can say they have the ability, but I have witnessed over and over again the manifestation of these abilities. And so have many people on this call that come to the call regularly. They've seen People get healings. They have seen hurricanes change direction. And I could go on and on. So when you see things, you know, when I say see, we're on the call, but when you hear it, you know it's happening right now. Um, It's pretty compelling. And it's like, doesn't usually happen even with other people. And it's because we have communication with them. And um, again, I said I was very skeptical for a few years. One of the things that pushed me over the edge that made me say, I think this is real, is when I asked them, is Terry Brown the reincarnation of anybody famous. And Terry is the person who is bringing these messages in. And we're going to play a tape of um, one of a session I did with Terry coming up shortly. And you can hear how she talks and helps to draw your own conclusion. Because this is something you cannot make a snap judgment about. If you do, you can. I mean, you can, but you may be missing something that could be very important in your life. 
So please don't. And just go along with the flow and then see how you feel. Come back if you want to. But if you if you quit now, I don't think you have enough information to make a, an educated decision. And, you know, what's happened is that we've been doing this for 20 years. Every week we're having conversations with this Elohim source through Terry Brown. And a year ago, Terry left his realm, left her body. And I thought that was the end of it. And then all these different people in our group started saying, I think I'm getting a message from Terry. And I started checking it out, saying, is it really Terry? Or are they just um, delusional? <laughs> and it kept checking out. Like I could ask questions and Terry would know the answers. And I mean, it got so amazing. It's another thing. I'm reluctant to say all the things that happened because it says it can't be real. That can't happen. I said that to myself many times. Even when I'm in the middle of it and it's happening. So you have to be open-minded. You have to listen carefully. And it may be something that could contribute a huge amount to your life. We've gotten many, many emails from people who have told us, shared their response to the calls, and shared things that um, they had a personal experience about that I didn't even know about that looked like it was an intervention. And the Elohim have said many times they're paying attention to everyone on the call, which includes you. And when you get good, you can feel their energy. And you can feel when they're paying attention. There's a, there's a change in vibration. And they're here right now. And um, I'll give you one example that kind of blew my mind. This was one of the first times something like this happened. Uh, Terry was channeling, and suddenly she started speaking in what seemed to be another language. I didn't know it. just couldn't understand it. And, uh, and then she came back and was doing her regular thing. The next day, I got an email from a lady by the name of Batul, who lived in Turkey. And she said, I couldn't believe it. Terry said hello to me and wished me a happy birthday in Turkish and even mentioned my name. Okay? And then there's a guy that was living in Taos, New Mexico, who's here on the line right now today. And... Uh, he, he was listening to us on BBS radio, and he was saying, 
Can these guys be real? Is this real? And then, while he had the radio on, he was listening. He said, if you guys can hear me, would you answer this question? And the next thing they did was stop whatever they were talking about, and they answered his question. Those are a couple of the incidents that I've witnessed happen. And I could go on for a couple of hours and just talk about incidents like that. But that's not the purpose of the call. I'm saying that just to get you interested. So you'll keep paying attention to say, is this guy full of it? Either I'm full of it or I'm onto something huge. And uh, the people that pay attention usually come to the conclusion we're onto something huge. At one point, um, I asked them, why are you talking to me? And they said, you're like a cosmic midwife. You know how to bring these things into the world, and you don't have ego about it, which is exactly what I'm I'm doing right now. And I don't have ego about it. I mean, it's controversial. It's like um, it contradicts some religious things about the idea of God and who God is. And... um, You know, people can get antagonistic about it when they haven't looked at it sufficiently. Many people make quick decisions based on their belief systems about something like this, and they miss it. That's okay. I can't force anybody. This is not a thing to force anybody to believe anything. But we present enough proof. When you hear Terry Channel, you know, I, I usually like to say, like another big um, thing that caused me to believe we were legitimate was when I asked them, was Terry ever anybody famous in a previous lifetime? And they told me to look up St. Catherine of Siena, who I never heard of. So I Googled St. Catherine of Siena. I found the story of this young woman who would go to the local church in Siena, Italy, and the priests would write down everything she said because they thought God was speaking to them through her. When she died, all of these channelings were compiled in a book called St. Catherine's Dialogues with God, which is still on Amazon. And Terry was the spitting image of St. Catherine. And I had learned already previously that in reincarnation, and this is not a widely known piece of information, but in reincarnation, when you die, your soul carries your DNA. And when the soul comes into a new body, it programs the new body with the old DNA. So most people will have a very strong resemblance to their previous life. But of course, it's not a viable piece of information that you can use because there's no way, unless you know who you were and you look and see, do I look like that person? You can't just go through history and look for people you look like and think you're the reincarnation of them. 
it's not enough evidence that it's true. But in my case, they said it. They said, look up St. Catherine of Siena, and uh, Terry looked like St. Catherine. And of course, the Elohim is the word for God in the Old Testament. And you're going to hear a channeling in just a moment. That's, um, you can hear, I, us I usually had dialogues with them, and I would ask questions. And about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, we're doing a call, and I, I, I asked a question. I've made a topic about how the Elohim created the universe. And I did that because they had said that they existed before there was a universe and created the beginning template for the universe. But how could I believe that? I didn't believe it. I'm open to, but I was open to it. I was open enough to do a show and ask some questions. And the answers were so compelling that I did another show. And we continued it. And we did about 40 shows on how the Elohim created the universe, how the universe evolved, and why we're in the state we're in now, which is available on our archive website, thespiritchannel.net. And if you go to topics, and there's, the top of and there's Wind Meets God. Well, that's a movie, okay? But hang on, I'll, I'll mention that in a moment. So if you go to the Spirit Channel, you'll find about 40 hours of calls on how the Elohim created the universe. And I just wanted me to mention this movie that my friend Aaron did, because he has been tracking us for 10 years. And he tracked us enough to know that we were real. And uh, he called me up about five months ago and said, when I want to make a movie about you. He was in Hollywood, and he had been a guy who learned, was kind of a professional. And so he did. We made a movie. It's on YouTube, Wind Meets God. And uh, watch the movie, and a lot of details will come in. Okay, and and, and, and when time, yeah, when when as W Y N N meets God, yeah, right. W -Y -N -N. And, and I'm saying it because it it is really a high quality information wise and how it's all put together. It's just a very entertaining, regardless of how you look at it. Okay. Yeah, we're getting great comments on it. And if you like it, and share it with someone else, and then tell them to come to this call that you're on right now, or listen to BBS Radio on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. And we will usually play an excerpt from one of the thousands of sessions we have done. And... We've done something, according to them, that's never been done before. Because they don't treat us like God, and we don't treat them like God. Although we do ask them for interventions, because we know they can answer 
those kind of requests. And um, when I asked them, do you really like to be worshipped? And this was in the early stages, because I wasn't sure where this was going to go. And I was afraid they were going to start telling me what to do, do this, do that. And I was afraid I wouldn't be able to do it or want to do it. And I asked them, do you really like to be worshipped? And they said, no. Worship creates a separation. We're like your higher level friends. And the way the universe works is that there's all these dimensions or densities, as some people call them, and they like to be they like them to be called densities. And there's beings in each density. And each density is partially responsible for the density below it. And we here on Earth are in what they call third density, which is one of the lower densities, okay? And the higher densities go up to 12th density, or maybe higher. So there's all these densities above this one that are part of the creation of this density. And the reason miracles happen is because if you shift something in a higher density, you can cause a shift in the lower density that manifests in something that looks like that can't be real. And um, we have seen that over and over again. They're in a very high density, and we can ask them for help. And when they deem that something is for the highest good and honoring free will, they can help. And um, that's a valuable connection. And uh, But you, you can't order them around. You've got to approach it in such a manner that you don't expect them to do anything or demand them to do anything. And so every night, actually, we do another call called Whole Planet Healing where we ask them for interventions in all kinds of different things on Earth. We don't talk to them on that call. We just ask. And we know they're listening and things are happening. And I mentioned Terry Brown, who's the channel. Terry has left the physical body. And... But she's still communicating with us. And she's communicating with us through people in our group. And I'm going to say hello to her, maybe ask her a couple of questions. And let me bring those people on who are able to get messages from her. And one of them is named Terry Marie in Boulder City, Nevada. And the other is Shirley in Ohio. And let me see, Shirley, are you here? 
No, I don't see Shirley here, and I don't think Terry Marie is here either. No. Terry? Terry Marie, are you there? She, she isn't. So, okay, we're not going to do that then. All right. We're going to say hello to Terry anyway, because we know Terry is here, and and she has a team of angelic beings working with her. And if you don't believe this is, could be true, just be neutral about it. We'll see. You'll hear her channel in just a few minutes. When do you first want to bring in the lights? Yes, we will. Oh, yeah. And we've got to do that. Jackie's not here, right? She isn't. And neither okay. is Cecil. All right. And if you sure. want me to work, I, I can um, do the bringing in of the lights. Why don't you do that, please? Okay. All right. So thank you all for your presence. And the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and infuse everyone in attendance if they free willingly want this. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and anchored into the Earth. Right now, we co-create a loving group energy connection. And we invite our higher density friends who provide service to others, honoring the law of one and honoring free will, we ask them to join us through like a braiding or an intertwining of our energies all together. And so it is. Back to you, Wynn. Thank you very much. Let's give Terry a wave. Now, I'm waving my hands back and forth. I'm facing them kind of horizontally, but slightly upward. And I'm going to play an excerpt today from a session we did, I think, let me see here, in 2017 on the creation of the universe. And some of this stuff has never been shared before. Is Lauren on the line by any chance, guys? Just unmuted him. Lauren, are you present? Uh, it's debatable. <laughs> I assume All yes. Right. All right. I might ask yeah. you some questions on this, Lauren. Okay? Yeah, no problem. And uh, I'm just doing an intro to this.
spændende. Ja. Okay. Så, Lauren, i this idea of how the universe was created, the Elohim has said that they existed as energy bodies before there was a universe. And that they learned to project energies to create harmonics and nodes which would result in the beginning of a point in the universe that wasn't there before. How does that correlate with your information? Uh, pretty uh, pretty well. It, it uh, So we have it kind of like in context, there, there was more than one realm, Elohim being one, uh, uh, or the L actually, being one of those realms. And then uh, the sub-realm to that would be the Elohim. Um, the, uh, uh, the, when we're talking about like in the, the raw materials, uh, you had this, uh, fold, uh, basically a folding of space that takes place in this like vortex, this, this space that, you know, uh, that goes on there. And, the, uh, uh, so I, it was kind of interesting that, uh, uh, that it's uh, there's a very high probability, if you will, okay, um, that uh, uh, that there is like a a point that uh, uh, in the in the void, uh, the, the void that there's not a void is a, a, a true void, okay, and it's not a nothing because that's a thing. A no thing is a thing, you know, and the uh, um, whereas uh, you know, I get a, spont- a spontaneous uh, event that, that, that would occur uh, uh, that would be uh, something other than a void, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, occurred, and that spontaneous creation. Uh, whether that was uh, <laughs> whether that was uh, Elohim solely, or uh, whether it was uh, you know, like Ra uh, uh, solely, uh, whether uh, whether it was some other uh, other agencies uh, uh, solely, or or or, or uh, mutually, uh, is uh, uh, the likelihood is that it was a it was a mutual, a mutual event. Each and each one, each participant, if you will, was simultaneously, spontaneously creating it. In other words, the law of one, in essence. Okay, and the uh, uh, so it's it's a matter of say say you have a say you have a, a five uh, or ten people together. Okay. And they spontaneously originate something. Now, which one did it? They all uh, they all did it and all par- are participated, but in not not necessarily the same way in, in in different ways. So I so it's very probable that the Elohim initiated this uh, and simultaneously, because we're not talking about time. Time itself is a, is a creation. 
it's not a it's not a creator it's a creation uh, and the um, it's a way uh, it happens to deal with reality the way we way we perceive something and uh, so uh, uh, so uh, which came first the chicken or the egg right so it's matter simultaneity the answer to that right and the uh, at least if you if you Stop to think about it, because uh, it's you know the conundrum. Uh, you're trying to take sides on something when there's when there's more than one answer, than both, and more than one answer all are true. They just happen to be how you're looking at it. Um, so that's what I and that's what I suspect is that the uh, uh, you're you had a simultaneous creation in which the uh, the creator. Uh, initiated it, and uh, uh, and uh, and all these and all these participants, these different beings and stuff, and from different realms and stuff, uh, also simultaneously participated in. And that is uh, that's not against what uh, Elohim have said in channeling, for instance. Uh, if you pursue that questioning further, they, they didn't they didn't say that they were the only one. In, 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 involved here. Uh, at any rate, the uh, uh, so you have something like that. You know, it's the controversial thing uh, where you know, like the Big Bang theory uh, and the continuous universe theory. Again, think of it. I, I, I like to think of this as like both are true. How? Well. Uh, you presume you can make a uh, a presumption that uh, there was a, a, a spontaneous location, and that location not was not just a, not just a, a point location, but also distributed. It's a multi-dimensional hologram, so it's uniformly not well. Uh, um, it's just uh, that one point is distributed across a, a vast area of uh, almost in almost. Infinity, and uh, uh, and it can happen uh, in, in, in like like a little explosion going outward, boom, and you know developing like constellation stars, etc., 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 and gets out to a point. Things start to slow down, and then uh, then uh, uh, then contract because it's uh, it, uh, things are attracted to each other and that now takes over in the latter part here and it's things collapse down again and it hits starts off at approximately zero again and explodes explodes out again and this repeats itself so there seems to be at least in my investigations there appears to be uh, uh, we're on a seventh big bang so that makes both true, Big Bang, but it's not just one, and uh, and the continuous universe theory, and that, that makes them, uh, that uh, under those conditions both are true, and uh, and it was kind of interesting that uh, uh, Elohim did not dispute that. <laughs> anyway, does that does that answer the question? Yes, it does. Uh, I'm going to start this playback now. And let's see what they say. Okay. 
Here we go. And the Elohim was indicated, and this took me a long time to get the intuitive grasp of this, that they were pure energy that existed before there was a physical universe. And they were like an offspring or a separation from what they called the one infinite creator, the first original energy. And that the, the way that individuation began was the one infinite creator could spin part of its energy. And that spinning energy became an individuated consciousness. And that as the universe developed, everything was crea created with spinning energy from the earth, which rotates and also circles the sun, to the atom, which has all these things that rotate around it. And let's hear, they're going to talk about it now. Here we go. This is Lynn and Jerry in Sedona, and everyone everywhere, and welcome tonight. And my God, we are like walking around with phones in our ears. Um, <laughs> I am going to do, we're going to do tonight, another session of how the Elohim created the universe. Now, this is... Always, this is a challenge session. This is always, for me anyway, one of the most fascinating shows because we get insight into the way everything works, the way it's put together, the way energy flows. You know, I was reading today one of the old sessions that I did. Um, I don't know if you guys ever read this. I think it's in, in the book. The reincarnate no, the the Creator God book, okay? And uh I'm reading just even the early sessions through Daphne. Um I'll read a little bit. I'll get us warmed up to talking to them. Why is it that on this level people cannot connect with or experienced their connection with divine source? The answer, because there are veils in place in this level, and continue to be until you reach fifth and sixth density. You have chosen this as part of your evolutionary makeup, part of the design. So we have chosen to move, and what they're saying here, I should say, what they're saying is we have chosen to have veils in place. Now, I think a good question is, why would someone choose to have veils? Now, I could imagine an answer. I'll see if I remember to ask that. If someone is living within their veils, what can they do to penetrate through their veils? What kind of exercise if they have decided this is something they would like to lift above. Now, this was a great answer. First, there must be intention. Then, there must be persistence. 
then there must be vision of that which could be beyond the veil. These combined provide the backdrop for further disillusion of the mental structures holding in a person. Now, just remember, this was, like, really early on in my discussions with them. I think it was the first six months. And I'm trying to ask myself, who are these guys? Is this for real? And to me, it's like, first, there must be intention. In other words, you want to penetrate the veil. Then there must be persistence. You don't give up. You have to keep working at it. And then there must be vision of that which could be beyond the veil. Well, what's the vision of what's beyond the veil? To me, it looks like you start to see the law of one. You start to see the energy works through everyone. And you start to experience yourself as directly, not as an idea, but as a part of the one infinite creator and all that is. The next question, many entities might be highly skeptical that such a council could be actually paying attention to these things on such an individual level with so many billions of people on this planet. Could you describe how that process worked, how that noticing takes place? Now remember, <laughs> we've many of us have had the experience of being noticed, experienced of making a connection with them. This was before any of that, and I asked that question. We see you as energy systems, as energy circus, circuits. When there are particularly bright spots, we know to pay attention to these. The bright spots are indicative that a person in your density has tapped into the greater collective field and thus accessing consciously the required information to further free themselves from the confines of third density. In this manner, we are able to pay attention to those among billions who are able to make the initial sojourn into the greater developmental entities awaiting higher galactic consciousness connection. That was an awesome answer. They're saying how they see us. Many entities, this is my question, many entities might be highly skeptical that such a council could be actually paying attention to these things on such an individual level with so many billions of people on this planet. Could you describe a little bit how that process works, how that noticing takes place. We see you as energy systems, as energy circuits. 
when there are particularly bright spots, we know... Oh, I already said that, didn't I? Okay, I read that. That was the answer. Okay. Um, what is the way to communicate the petition to you? In other words, to petition them for something. To ask it verbally, to write it down, what's the best way? It's not connected. It's connected not with the means of how you do it, but in your intentions. And you're directing the question to us no matter what way you do it, in writing or verbal. Of course, when you write it, you think it, so that's a double way. The nature of your connecting by your intention to us is also connected with the way you would direct us to the party which you want to ask the questions about, so whatever means you choose to do it. Wait a second. In researching the Elohim, they were described as one of the creator gods of the solar system. Are we talking to the same Elohim? We are a division of what you would say. How is the Elohim connected with the evolution of the human race? Now, this is an amazing answer. We are a soul group whose purpose is to bring life and life forms to planets such as Earth. We then work with the life forms in the hope that the independent life forms will align themselves with higher interdimensional energies with the purpose of bringing heaven into the third dimension and transmuting third dimensional experience into a fruitful playing ground for learning the lessons of love, bringing wiser entities back into the fourth and fifth dimension. Are you ready, Terry? Not, not really, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> not really. I'm really, I'm really here. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little bit daunting to read that, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of amazingly well put and succinct, you know. Yeah. I mean, I could read some of your stuff too, and it would sound just as good. It's just, it comes at, at a different angle. But, you know, that was one of the things that came through very early on when um, they had said they were the Elohim. And I looked up the word Elohim, and I came up with all this amazing stuff, and it was hard to believe they were the same Elohim, okay? It really was. 
But I asked those questions, and their answers kind of blew my mind at the time. They were so um, expressive and clear as to who they were and how they function. So we're going to be talking to them again right now. Was that brought to Daphne, those answers? I believe so. I believe it was very early on to Daphne, yeah. So, by the the way, I want to make one comment. Any of you that were on the Whole Planet Healing yesterday, I'm sorry I took so long. It was an inspired moment. I was getting into cleaning up the bedroom and taking walks together, and it was flashing to me all these things that we could be doing to help better anchor our energies. And I've come to realize that when you hit an inspired moment and you don't go into it, you lose it. It just goes away. When I was writing songs and I have a song going through my head and I think I'd get to it later, I'd lose it. I'd lose it. So I stayed with the moment and... I, I, I know many of you really enjoyed it. We had a beautiful energy on that call prior to going into it. But I don't plan to do that very often. I won't promise I'll never do it again. But um and if 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 you're getting impatient and I go into that, I'm all, I'm gonna be sure only to do that very occasionally so you can just hang up and come back the next day and say this is one of those days that when is screwing up. I don't want to say I'll never do it. Just for the reason I said, there's a moment of inspiration where you start, where my mind starts putting things together and I see it really clearly. And I know if I don't follow it, I'll miss it. Okay. All right. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light. Surround and protect. Terry, myself, and everyone here. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxy through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that our positive service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present? Yes. This is Paul Owen. We are an aspect of the Elohim group and of the God group. And we 
listening and uh, focusing and are available to uh, answer your questions. Um, this is a topic dear to our heart, the creation of the universe. And um, if we ever see anything that does not resonate with you, then disregard it. This is not for you at that time. Do you have questions? Yeah, as I understand it, at one point there was not a manifest universe. There was, shall we say, energy forms, awarenesses, consciousness, and there were a lot of them. And prior to that, there was one awareness which was the one infinite, which is referred to as the one infinite creator. And perhaps prior to that, I don't know if there was a prior to that, but if there was a prior to that, there was chaos. But I'm not sure if you don't have time, how you're going to have prior. But is that generally accurate, what I just described? As you back up in time, before the creation of the universe, there was potential. There was, before that, there was a nothingness. We stopped for a minute on the word nothingness. Unless you have to and we speak slowly to get this concept across. Unless you have two, you cannot have the manifest because you need a recipient, a screen, a um duality in order for there to be manifestation. If there is only one, you have no observer. You have nothing for anything to be written on, anything to be manifested through. So, before the beginning of the universe, there was nothing. However, there was the potential for something. There were basics basic fundamentals that could be exercised that would allow for an exercise for the manifest realm to occur. So when you when you talk about chaos, there was a time of chaos. However, 
at a very deep level, it is all in place. There is potential. And there is nothing manifest yet. So, the first original awareness was the one infinite creator, if I'm saying that correctly. Yes. Did it create itself, since there had to be two, for something to create itself, and maybe I've got that wrong, um, did the one infinite creator create itself against the polarization of nothingness or chaos in order to come into awareness? Awareness was brought about by spinningness. Spinningness brings elements together that focalize consciousness. Before that, there is potential. Then all is one. And when you bring a spinningness in, it focalizes the facilities of the one infinite creator focuses it in in to an outlet for manifestation in the universal realm. Before that, there is there is a unfocused consciousness, but there is no way to bring it into play until you begin to start a spinning action. This can be a storm. This can be a molecule. This can be an atom. A spinningness begins to bring in a focalized consciousness, which then can be built upon, there becomes two focalized consciousnesses, and they can begin to communicate. So the fine point between nothingness, a one infinite creator, the flow between nothingness, one infinite creator, and Elohim, could you explain that? A little bit. There have to be slight bits of intentions each part of the way to create the spinningness to lead to the next creation aspect. I'm trying to feel it intuitively. And so it was all these little intentions grouping together and creating the next thing. Is that something like it? (laughs) If you notice, storm spin 
and if you know there's tornado spin, molecule spin, atoms spin, galaxy spin. There are spinningnesses within spinningnesses which bring forth opportunities for shared communication, for shared consciousness, for the bringing through of consciousness of the one infinite creator. At the start, there were no spinningnesses. However, there was an intention to try things, to try to get a flow going, to move, to break through into an individual consciousness that begins to spin and begins to have then awareness. And as awareness comes forth, they realize, the one realizes that it can spin the other itself, it can spin whatever is available. Once the concept of spinning came forth, it spread very fast. It was like a delight, like a top, like a toy. And the result was life. The I was the idea of awareness of spinningness, starting out with the one and the creator, and then going on with the Elohim. They were being created out of spinningness, and they created uh, the universe out of spinningness, so to speak. So to speak. It is a Zen. Conundrum. How can there be when there is nothing? And how can potential exist in the middle of nothing? How can the divine exist in the middle of nothing? How can an individual exist. An individual is, begins to be a composite of energies acting in synchronization that can begin to experience life and can begin to know about his creations and the bringing forth of love and what are the best creations 
the most fulfilling creations. And you begin to have fulfillment, the potential for fulfillment in the nothingness. It is a development from nothing to potential within the nothing to an individual presence in the nothing and a gradual building, partly through trial and error of what can be built. The principles are laid down. The manifestation within the third density or the higher densities are a result of intentions of beings being created and beginning to build together and to learn the lessons of how to operate within the laws that have been laid down, the potentials that have been laid down, and the learning of what brings fulfillment, what brings isolation, what brings lonesomeness, um, what is the best intentions that lead to fulfillment. Christ consciousness is a distillation of the best that there is that lead to fulfillment. Shared love. The knowledge that within the one within the manifestation of the physical universe, there can be a building of oneness, getting back to the oneness, understanding the love, the unique uh, principles of one that bring you back home and fulfill you. I have the feeling that there is a connection with spinningness, the idea of spinningness with each human, that on some level, we're obviously got atoms and molecules and everything spinning and solar systems spinning and the earth spinning and the moon rotating. So and chakra can, systems within and, the body spinning. Yes. And so we are in the middle of spinning, spinning movement everywhere. Everywhere. Yes, everything. that is creating 
the phenomena of life. Yes. And when we want to make a shift, when we want something to change, on some level, we have to change the way we manifest spinningness. Or, and I don't think we can do that on a conscious level, although there have been people that have um, done a technique which I'm not even sure if it was positive, but the idea was to spin your energy field to create connection to holograms in higher dimensions. And that is the only reference, or, or, or Sufi, Sufi dancers who spin to create a connection with higher dimensions. So those are the two ways that I have can think of of people that have consciously tried to use, adopted the idea of spinningness to move energy and move intentions to some level. Um, Burgess has watched Sufi dancers. Burgess was a philosopher of mystic that has learned how to create by force from stinning techniques. So if an area of a body shape has died and it has not gone too long, spinningness can again bring life back into that land. Centers of spinningness that then get the molecules and the atoms spinning again, bringing back life into that limb. Well, Terry had an experience with that. I remember when she had it, and it was kind of amazing, where she brought energy into her hip that was supposed supposedly needed a hip replacement, and she See, didn't get it. So the hip had died. Yes. And, um, when and the we... So the hip had come back to life. When we, we... We do many exercises of sending the light and sending the light to each other. And, you know, we do our, our whole planet healing every day. Is there a way to to create an energy of spinningness to make our intentions more effective? In the creation of light, when the creation of light is sent, it is the intersection of the spirit with the manifest realm, and it brings light into the individual and helps reestablish light and life into an area that they are intending that they wish to go better or develop or change. Mm -hmm. 
like, uh, for example, when my sister had the lupus disappear from her bloodstream and the Elohim took credit for that, was the Elohim or a part, was it a group of Elohim or one Elohim that was working and creating a spinning frequency from your level into her physical body? It was a clearing of a uh, anomaly of spinning that was not beneficial. It was clearing and the taking over of the larger healthy spin that was needed mm-hmm. to heal her. So, I still can't visualize it intuitively, um, but it's very hard to even visualize you guys intuitively <laughs> because I, there's no, um, how can I say it? There's no anchors in this realm for understanding how it would feel to be you and operating in the way you do. We are anchors. You are anchors. Our presence brings an anchoring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are not caught up in the anchoring. We do not become anchors for ourselves and then the effect of it. We are merely able to create the desired anchoring and to change with the moment, to change mm-hmm. with the time as needed. Mm-hmm. We do not get caught up in the anchoring as everything is moving on. Mm-hmm. While we're talking, I can feel a presence inside me or an energy moving around me, which I've learned to identify as you. And um, I'll bet you other people are feeling it as well if they look at it. Yes. Is there a way... we We are able to manifest in an energetic body that brings uh, an anchoring or is able to operate in the third density or higher, but does not have to stay in the manifest form. Mm-hmm. So every human, at least if paying attention to our calls, wants to know, probably wants to know, How do I recreate myself? How do I take advantage of this connection? How do I utilize the awareness of spinningness and Elohim so that I can become more of who I am? And each person is coming from their track, from their past. They've got a structure, an energetic structure. They certainly have a body structure, but they have an energetic structure with the body structure 
that is keeping itself for you know to some degree fairly rigid. How does a human, with their intention and their creative abilities, shift their track energetic structure so if they have a vision of who they'd like to be, they can do that. Keep their intention, their focus, their um, mind on the goal. Keep the outcome that one desires in mind. And then do not worry about the individual's finishingness or what is necessary to make it happen. It will backtrack through the things that need to happen to make it happen, and it will come about if you keep your eye on the goal. Then the universe will put things in place that are necessary, so you do not need to worry about the details. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of having your mind holding the vision, seeing what you want, seeing yourself healed, seeing yourself abundant, seeing yourself in a loving environment. And, And whatever happens, do not let go of that, that vision. Right. And then the universe will set up circumstances so that it may happen for you. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not the Elohim that does that. The universe is designed to track us so yes. that if we hold the energy, the universe has to respond. Yes. And because and, and we are creating ourselves with the universe. It's not like the Elohim is doling out rewards for people asking for things. It's like the universe is our helper, so to speak. Yes. It is your anchor. It is um, the materials, the energies that go into your creation. Yes. So every day when we do whole planet healing and we keep reiterating all of these visions, then we are working in tandem with the universe. Yes. It's exactly exactly the right procedure. Yes. And then we also, the Elohim group, can lend energy to the manifestation. If it is for the higher good. Mm-hmm. And the raw group, I assume. Yes. 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 Okay. And so this is where what we perceive as miracles happened when yes. we get everything going in our flow and we keep the highest good of all concerned, then we can... Um, become how would I say it a creation machine so to speak yes 
You are the creation machine. Yeah. And I would guess that Jesus was probably a creation machine who who He understood. He he grasped the big picture. Yes. And so he knew how to work this realm with his intentions for the highest good and the universe would support it. So he yes. could he could do continuous miraculous phenomena. Yes. Mm hmm. Keep your eye on the goal. Now, how do you deal with when you have a goal and you have a vision and the people around you keep pulling you off? Now, I assume you've got to create the whole thing strong enough so the people around you become part of the creation, not part yes, of keep, pulling you keep, off. Keep the goal in your own consciousness. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's always free will, so no one is forced into anything. But That's right. If your vision is strong enough and there's joy in the middle of your vision, then people are attracted to it. Yes? Yes, and if they are, they will drop away. Yeah. Okay. And we got six minutes. This is a great conversation. Thank you so much. Um, let me, let me ask uh, a couple questions about my conversation with Yeshua. Um, he said a couple of things that were kind of interesting. One of them had to do with, and maybe you could explain this so I can understand it better. In the idea of reincarnation, he was saying, he seemed to say, that it really wasn't linear. In other words, um, yes. he was talking about Terry Friedman and saying that kind of Terry Friedman was an aspect of Matthew. But there were other people who were aspects of Matthew, and that maybe anyone that could tune into Matthew could suddenly add Matthew's energy to them. But I'm not sure I got that correctly. But could you just comment on the um, the nature of reincarnation and the way a soul moves through lifetimes? as an integrous um, individual entity or something other? All is in the now. Everything occurs in the now. And in your individual life, you have yesterday and then you go to sleep, and then you have today, and then you go to sleep, and you have tomorrow. And it is similar with 
reincarnation. And one, when they take on a body, they have the aspect of the genetics of the parents of the passed down from person to person to the father to the child to the mother to the child passed down aspects of that genetic line. These are often in the same perhaps even genetic line as the person in the past trap so that if you are say a child who is born to a mother whose father has died, they are in the same genetic line as the father the history is then re-experienced in the life of the person. The person could have been related in the genetic past to the person one is now re-experiencing as being the creation of. You have the experience of the original person that one is the reincarnation of and one through genetics and through inclination and through even the experience of the past person is taking it on in the current lifetime. And it is all one. To understand it, it is similar to yesterday and today and tomorrow. However, it is all being created at the same time. It is a concept that is difficult sometimes to understand. We hope that shed some light on it. Well, well, let me ask a specific question, a more refined question. We don't have. We have a couple minutes here. Question is: We have a physical body, which is the product of genetics, product yes. of the parents, product of the environment. And then we have an energy body, which you could call the soul body. And then the soul comes to occupy the physical body. Correct, and, it, and chooses and it, that physical body based upon 
the coincident of energies. Yes. So now the soul is kind of molding itself because the soul is kind of fluid. It's it it it's physical body is solid, but the the, the soul is more energetic, and it's molding itself into this physical body. Okay. Yes. And then when the physical body dies, the soul has been programmed by the experience of itself in this body. And then it goes yes. on to more amorphous and comes back in another physical body. Now, can the soul occupy more than one body? Yes. Can somebody... Um, hook into the energy of a soul, and because they study it and they, they study the previous lifetime, they end up connecting with the energy of that soul? They can do that, yes. Is it common for a soul to occupy more than one body? Mm, but the individual who's doing it, it is common. Um, <laughs> and is it possible for a body, for a very advanced person, to bilocate? And, and that means the soul has to go somewhere else and create the appearance of another body. People have talked about that, but I've never asked, is it really possible? It is possible. Yes. And that has, ha that has happened, yes? Yes. Okay, we're going to end this session now, and we're going to go to Whole Planet Healing, and uh, you can please come with us. Don't go away. Right? All right. We're not going to Whole Planet Healing. That was a replay from a call on a, on a Monday, and Whole Planet Healing is something we do every day of the week. But um, let me just see. Hang on a second here. Hang on. All participants are unmuted. Okay. That was Everybody's great. That was great. Oh, I thought so, too. <laughs> what a joy to hear Terry's voice. And she was really clear on that call, too, huh? Yes. Yeah. Any, anyone else have a comment? Amazing call. It was a good one. They're all good. I think mm -hmm. there was the key to creating your own life in that call, huh? And how to make things happen. Yeah, keep your eye on the prize. <laughs> and you are you are an aspect of the creator. It's not just like asking Elohim to this, Elohim to that. Learning to access your own creator side 
And that causes the universe to respond. In any case... It was great, because it, um, it confirmed a couple of things to me. And we're, not, we're, not, we're not running out of good calls, are we? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was an about... amazing call. When, what date is that call? What, what date was that? Let me see here. Uh, January 2nd, 2017. Great, thanks. Intention, persistence, vision. I think those are the three important words. Yes. They didn't, did they say that in this call? They did. Yes. Because they said that in another call. I mean, another time I asked them a question really early on. How was our healing list for today, CJ? I just checked. There are seven of them on there, seven requests. Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, you know what? We're doing really good timing. Uh, if you're on BBS radio, just letting you know, we have about 2,000 calls on the healing, no, not the healing channel, the spiritchannel.net. You can listen to them anytime, and they're all good. And and we play one every Sunday. And uh, so we hope you'll come back again and listen again. This is a this is an extraordinary connection we have with the Elohim, and uh, it changes people's lives. Okay. It's not just intellectual knowledge, but there's something happening on a deep level of your soul when you listen to these calls, like an activation. And, uh, and we hope you'll experiment with that. And on that note, I'm going to turn it over to Sija, and she's going to go through our healing. Hold on a minute. Healing.intelligent-infinity.com is not working when... It isn't? No. Not for me. I can't access it. I well, just did a request. I, I just did She's accessing it. I can't. I can't upload mine because I don't remember what they were. <laughs> so I. Uh, well, can't. John, I'll reread. I'll reread yours from last week. Okay. All right. That's fine. Not reloading. Okay, we better start because we've now got another three, four more requests added. All participants are muted and they can unmute themselves. Thank you for the love light that is surrounding each person on this healing list. Thank you. Laurie Healer from Sedona. Laurie is requesting healing 
for a broken shoulder, also general healing for Raiden submitted, uh, and this is submitted by Wynne. So thank you. Ten seconds for Laurie healing of her shoulder, starting now. Thank you. And just to clarify, we're sending healing love light to each of the people who've put a request in on the healing list. And we're giving them 10 seconds of um, love light energy that we're sending from each of us to um, encourage and promote a faster healing for them. So we'll give 10 seconds for. Raiden, starting in three, two, one, go. Thank you. Highs from Los Molinos, California. My friend Lisa and I are requesting for our relationship to be surrounded by pure love light in support of our journey. Thank you very much. Ten seconds for Highs and Lisa's friendship starting now. Thank you. Edward from Morgan City, Louisiana. Please put the children of Lahaina in the light and please protect and help and heal them with much gratitude. Thank you. May the blessings be. 10 seconds for the children of Lahaina. Starting now. Thank you. Edward from Morgan City, Louisiana. Please place and surround 
Elaine Green of Morgan City, Louisiana, in the light and immerse her in the sound of the audible life stream. And please continue with the healing of her diseases, of her body that's expressing diseases. She is smiling again, and that makes my day. Thank you so much. Ten seconds for Elena Green for a perfect for perfect health in Morgan City, Louisiana. Starting now. Thank you. Pauline Yee Blenner from Flushings, New York. Please assist the family Sito Yee, Dang Ma, and marriage in-laws lineage chanting healing with ancestors and master teachers of mine and family as well as Couple healing with soul family, master teachers in 5D and above on behalf of Ancestral and my son Mark, Alan Zito Yee, Lichtenstein Blenner, wife Diane Enid, Crosby Blenner and grand girls Evelyn Diane N. Enos, Crosby Blenner Elizabeth, Karen Enos, Crosby Blenner. Please add daily healing list. Thank you. Imbalance of my elements currently, so it is fully healed to core essence. Thank you, and I think it's best to put all of these people into the love light at the same time. Give them 20 seconds, starting now. Thank you. John? From Las Vegas, please put the U.S. economy and the world economy into the love light so that it will improve so that many more people can be prosperous. Ten seconds for John's request starting now. Thank you. John from Las Vegas, please put Lauren Zania from Forks, Washington, Gloria Fernandez 
from Las Vegas, Nevada, and Jack Smith from Kingman, Arizona, into the love light for them to have perfect health. Let's put all three into the love light for 20 seconds, starting now. <laughs> 